We in the office. There's a price you pay for the game you play. Oh! We in the office. Welcome to a special episode of Say How You Feel. Tonight we have a special guest with us. Goes by the name of Goldie, right? Uh, first name Lewis, so don't, don't put some respect <laughs> on that man name, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's a dear friend of mine. We've been friends for uh, almost 10 years now. And uh, he decided he want to come on the show and, and give back to those that who want to improve, you know, their, their lifestyle and try to make healthier choices. Uh, this episode is strictly about health is wealth. So without further ado, I'm Say. I'm free. And I'm Mo. And this is Say How You Feel. So my man, my brothers, how y'all doing? What's going on, dog? Chilling, we got man. Mr. Chilling. Goldie in the building. Two E's on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Two E's, Mr. Goldie. When I That's first true. seen your first seen your Instagram and uh, you know, say it put me on. And the name Goldie, man, the name Goldie is always like it's, it's one of my favorite names. Like Goldie from the Mac was one of my favorite characters of all the time. So Goldie, and then wow. you said it's two E's. It's just it's two E's on that. You better say it correct, spell it correct every time. Appreciate it. But like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so g um please 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 introduce yourself to the listeners and and to you know to my fellow my brothers here i know me and you we go way back man but go ahead and introduce yourself and uh let's get into it all right so my name's lewis my first name's lewis but everybody calls me goldie mm-hmm. uh like i said with two e's the reason why i spelled it that way is because my brother was also um good name goldie but he spelled it I-E, you know, he passed away about 10 years ago around the time we met. So, you know, that's so, that's so people could distinct, uh, can tell the difference between me and my brother. So I spelled it differently. Mm. Mm. I like that. Absolutely. Much respect on that. <laughs> yes. So, G, um, you're still, you're still in service. You're still serving the United States Navy. That's my brother, right? You gave that country, our country, right? 20 hard years and he's still kicking. He's still giving it, right? Ooh, dedication. That's right. That's right. He's a winner. He's a winner, folks. So with that being said, right, um, since I've met you about 10 years ago, and, you know, uh, just a little fun fact for everyone listening, Goldie was my first supervisor Mm. in the Navy. Not only that, he was my first black supervisor (laughs) in the Navy. (laughs) So he had a win. win. That's right. (laughs) And here we are, right? Even though I'm out of the military, right? We're still brothers and that connection is forever lasting, right? This shit is like a marriage. It just won't die. I'll tell you that, <laughs> but it's a good marriage. Um, but yeah, I always remembered you, even when you were younger, man, you was always about um, the people, right? Taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, uh, ch- you know, having a healthy emotional system and everything with it. So one of the biggest things I remember, you know, all those years was how you actually pulled me aside and we had a conversation and you, you broke it down to me, man, of what I should be doing to take care of myself. And I think over the years, it's even evolved into something more than that. It's like a lifestyle that I'm, I'm starting to pick up. And I, I really learned from you and how you carry yourself. So I want to say thank you for taking that time and kind of grooming me into, I would say, a more mature version of myself, more mature man of myself and a brother who's helping, you know, to, to give back and let other people know about how to better themselves within, right? Mm-hmm. Your body is a temple. And you always say that. Very so, much so. Yeah, man, definitely. But um, let's get into it, right? A couple of things I want to start. We want to start digging and diving into it. 
what made you want to have more of a healthier lifestyle when it comes to choices um, and, and what you put into your body? First off, um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's, it's been like that ever since I've been a kid. Even though, you know, growing up in Brooklyn, you know, what they say, we have a lot of food deserts in the hood or whatever. I always still like fruits, vegetables, stuff like that. So when I got older and I started being able to read books and Malcolm X is one of my, my biggest um, heroes, mentors, ancestors. So <clears throat> I remember in one of his books, him talking about having a clean temple. Um, and I grew up in the nation of Islam also. So if you know anything about um, NOI or FOI, they always talk about healthy eating and stuff like that. So I just had a really strong base when I, from a kid. So seeing a lot of people and my family have diabetes, health problems, stuff like that, I didn't want to follow that path. So I just started from there looking at the people around me. And then once you start getting your hand on books and the internet and find, you know, finding the right way and the wrong way of how to do things, it all, it all becomes a little bit easier that way. You know what I mean? Mm. Definitely. I mean, I think I think you had a head start, man, because um, I'm, I'm sure there's a few people out there that want to they want to do exactly what you're doing. But the people around them, they're not really helping them out at all or they get um, they get ridiculed for it. Like, why, why are you why are you eating all that? Why are you eating all that stuff? Or why don't you eat this um, eat this hot dog, eat this hamburger, especially when we have like family gatherings, cookouts yeah. and all that shit. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure it's tempting. You know, sure. we got some rabbit food over here if you want it. You know? <laughs> right. Mr. I'll eat neck bones here and shit. Right, right, right. Yep. So Think you too good? You too good for these ribs, son? Pork feet? Uh, pig oh, feet. pig feet. Oh, man, that was Pork the worst feet. growing up. Oh. Chitlins. Uh. Yeah, yeah, chitlins. Chitlins, too. chitlins. You mean chitlins? Damn. That's what I call them. Yeah. My grandma would have to, my grandma would make that shit every other, every other Sunday. And I would have to, it would stink so bad in the crib. I would have to walk out. And go to my friend house and just walk around the neighborhood because it smelled so fucking bad. You eat never, them, hell no, never ate. Nah, I, fuck no. I, I never ate chitlins with pig feet. They they mm -hmm. couldn't make me. They could put a gun to my head and I'd be. I'd rather take the bullet. <laughs> I'd rather. This hit man woke bullet. up and chose violence. Everybody, just letting you know right now. <laughs> no, <good. laughs> nah, man. If if it don't smell good, I'm not gonna do it, man. First I'm and afraid. foremost, yes. Yeah. You know what? Let's now that you brought that up free, let's talk about things that do smell good that we don't do, right? Or you shouldn't do. Um, G, I'm gonna give a little backstory. I know, like, um, we were living in Japan together because we actually got fortunate enough to be stationed in Japan together. You know, my favorite restaurant, you already know what I'm gonna say. There was a spot yeah. called the uh, Yakiniku, right? And uh, we would always go there, we do like a little family dinners there, and a lot of the stuff they serve is pork based, but G, don't do it. You don't do the pork, not at all, right? So pork smells amazing when it's cooking. Let's keep mm -hmm. it a buck. I'm going to keep it real, right? And I'm like some bacon. That's right. <laughs> but G, tell me why. One of the I know like you're super against like pork. Can you explain to me why? Besides, you know, from the childhood and stuff. So doing my research, basically, you would know like people say how nasty the pig is, but the pig isn't the only animal that's just as nasty, but... So if you open up a pig and you like, I say you cut up a piece of pork, a pork chop or something like that. You ever see on YouTube, they take like a piece of pork, put it in Coca-Cola 
and then they just watch the worms and yeah. like stuff come out of it. So for you to kill all those worms and the 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 insects that's inside of the meat, it takes really high temperature. And most people don't like their food to be well done because they don't like how tough the meat is. So imagine if you cook 90% of that meat, how many worms and stuff are in, um, like in that, just that small section. Also, there's a, a book called The China Study. You can um, go look that up. They talk about why um, the Chinese are like totally infected with worms. It's a it's like maybe like two, three hundred pages. And it's just study after study of how like in different regions, uh, how they went around and people with high pork diets, because China, you know, Asian culture love pork. Love so pork. they they yeah. talk about like how these some some people over here stomachs and intestines are filled with worms, how people got um like were like worms coming out their face and, and all types of stuff. So Ooh. like what it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. You could go, you could look on YouTube and and you see like they do like a real close up, and you could see them like wiggling out out of the people faces and stuff like that. It's just it's crazy, but that's really bad. And again, I, my base my baseline basically with the NOI and uh, FOI basically gave me a head start on like yeah. why pork was bad. Mm. Oh, fuck, that's, that's deep. That geez. that right there. That I don't even have to read the book. Just what you, what what you just said right there, makes me not even want to eat pork just as much. I mean, I'm I never been a big pork guy. I mean, this the, the furthest I go is eat uh bacon, but damn, I might have to I might have to let go of bacon, dog. Bro, he uh, said and, and, worms in the face. Yeah, worms in the face. <laughs> what? That go, you know? <laughs> what? I tell you, like, I, I do like the smell of pork. Like, I do like the smell of bacon. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not going to sit down and lie. I'm like, oh man, like this don't, you know, um, you know how like some vegans or something like that, but like, oh, the smell of rotten, you know, rotting flesh or something like that. Mm-hmm. Stop it. You, you know, you lying. It, it smells good. That's what it's nostalgia. If you come up, you know, especially in a black family, like you said, the barbecues and the ridicule and stuff like that. Believe me, uh, <laughs> I'll tell y'all some stories later on about how I how I deal with how I dealt with people like that when they give me ridicule. But shit, you can tell one right now. We, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we we talk about know. it right now. Don't don't nice. know. <laughs> okay, so um, my best friend, um, he also he's also in the Navy too. Um, so me and him in Hawaii, we basically was really getting real heavy into the health. Um, uh, health kick in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So when I would come to work, I would come to work with something like my, you know, my my fruit juice or something I make. You know, what I mean, this is just some apple, some apples and um, some chia seeds and some water. Mm-hmm. Something simple. You know, what I mean, just real. You just that's the easiest way. Just keep keep it simple. So I would bring something like that to work, and one of my coworkers he would see me every single day, and he would like, "Gee, what's that?" And I used to like flip out on, I'm like, what the fuck you keep asking me? Like, why you keep asking me? <laughs> so until one day, I remember I was watching a video of somebody who was going through the same thing and they was just like, don't don't get upset about it. What you say, just keep it simple. It's life in a jar. Mm. So it's, it's living food, it's life. So every day he would come to work, he would go, gee, what's that in the jar? And I go, life. And I just turn away, I turn my back to him and just, <laughs> And he just never got it. Every day he would do it, and I just it seems to me that that motherfucker's retarded. But it's, it's all good. Damn, he's a chief now too. So and retarded chief. A, a lot of people. There's a lot of them. Let me just say that. <laughs> a, lot, 
a lot of people are ignorant to it and they're, and they're also stuck in their own ways too like mm. even even though they know that it's bad for them it tastes so good that they can't let it go mm. i can i can speak just to my 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 family on my mother's side like they they they're crazy with pork crazy with just eating just terrible in in, in general there's really no um there's no base on diet at all they they they're free range they just eat whatever mm-hmm. and um a lot of them are dealing with health issues and mm-hmm. they and they question why well i mean shit it's, it's uh <laughs> i'm not i'm not, i just eat shitlins like every other week i mean you that, know that's not gonna help you know what i'm saying you, you eat like shit you but it shit. takes so much discipline you know oh and man real life like self-awareness to switch up yeah. your whole diet you know what i'm saying like i didn't try it but then it's like bro i'm 165 pounds on a good day you know what i'm saying like i'm lightweight out here these streets i'll go you know, i'll be okay i'll be <laughs> all right i've been i've been 150 i've been 150 pounds since i came in the navy i gained 20 pounds actually i came in navy 130 130 or something like what? that i got up to 150 and that's where i stayed my whole entire damn you just plateaued at 150 you didn't go else. Damn. So you feel where I'm coming from. That's where it's like that fast ass metabolism. Yeah, you stay so skinny because you eat so good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to bulk up. That's why I eat steaks and shit. I'm trying to. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't like, like eating. It's, it's, it's super ignorant and like really like a bro, bro science to be like, oh, you know, if I eat meat, you know, I, it, my, my way to stick. But I mm-hmm. feel like it does stick better, you know, if I do pack on with the protein. Mm-hmm. So the steaks, the beef, like I try to stay away from red meat. I can't do it. I just pulled some steaks off the grill about 10 minutes meat. ago, cuz. Literally <laughs> just pulled some steaks off the grill. So it's like, I don't know, man. Diet has never been like, for me, I, it just ain't been my thing. And I don't have a discipline for it. I don't have the want to Also, want you're to a skinny better. guy, too. Also, you're a yeah. skinny guy, too. So like, when so you, skinny. You, you, can, you can eat whatever you want and not have to think about the consequences. Not me. I'll tell you that right. <laughs> not me either. Not, not me either. Cause I mean, shit. I'm. I don't know, man. Uh, especially with the pandemic going on, that shit ain't helping at all. Hell that no. boy getting thick. Quarantine, <laughs> big. That that dad bod. That dad bod came in in full effect. But yeah. check this out. So I I love the fact Mo brought up discipline, right? And um, there's a couple stories that I know between me and G. I'm gonna drop them in a minute. But I want to talk about discipline, right? Y'all know my, especially with me, my weight fluctuates. I'm not saying I'm insecure about it, but I just noticed certain things that I'm like, where I'm not where I used to be. Fuck you, Mo. I see you over there nodding. (laughs) I see you nodding over there. But like with me, I'm always self-conscious about my weight. Not really insecure about it. I'm just conscious of it. So dieting and discipline, right? Over the years, I'm going to keep it a book. Like I feel like my discipline has diminished slightly. But if I'm really motivated about something, like I'm taking a trip or I'm doing something, I'm on it. Um. Another thing for me and uh, me and G, me and Goldie, we actually do this uh, fasting, right? Now, I'm going to tell some stories. <laughs> we about to get it. We about to be digging the crates a little bit. But when it comes to fasting, it is extremely difficult to do, especially if you're doing do like. Do it every now and then. Not, I, yeah, yeah. That even that. But like consistency is the hard part. And then like yeah. what level of fasting? So the level that I'm talking about is water fasting, right? Uh I'm not even going to talk about it because I don't want to, I don't want to give out bad information. I would just say, do your research. Um, and that's the best I can say. Right. Cause I don't want to give people the bad information. It's extremely dangerous if done incorrectly. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, but me and him do water fasting. And um, I remember uh, back in Japan, it used to get really physical right now with COVID everything's slowing down, but um, G knows how I am. We go to work, 
I'm always on 10. I'm always ready to go. And I remember he was dieting. He was like, yeah, man, I'm fasting. And I looked at him like, what the fuck are you fasting for? Like, you're like 120, 130. What are you fasting for? And he was like, my brother, it is to cleanse my body, my brother. <laughs> I hear that a lot too. You know, he, he hit me with the, my brother, you're not listening my to me. Brother. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, what? But honestly, dude, he is speaking facts. Like your body yeah. needs a cleanse. And sometimes people just think like, um, oh, you know, I can take a laxative or whatever and they'll clean me out. Nah, this cleanse is different. It removes right. toxins. It removes um, certain metals, mucus, which is everyone knows mucus is the number one killer when it comes to anything. Yep. You know. Any any infection, any any disease, yep. it all has one thing in common, mucus. mucus right? Yep. Mm. Mm. Go ahead, Mo. Hit him with it. Mm. Hello. <laughs> so it's it's a fact, right? So after he broke it down, I was like, you know what, G? You're right. People should go through a fast period, right? It's really good. If you notice, uh, a lot of Muslim cultures do it, and it has a, a lot of, of, of beautiful uh, properties that come with it and on factors that come with it. So to get to the story, right? We were working night shift as always. It's crazy. And uh, whenever he was a supervisor, he would always be like, hey, listen, at midnight, get your ass to this certain position. <laughs> he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Get your ass in place because it's going down. And honestly, he, would be, he wouldn't even be out there unless I'm there because he just knows what type of time we on, right? And uh, I remember one day he was fasting or uh, that week he was fasting for. And I remember I saw him and my man looked so defeated, bro. He was just like, uh, he couldn't even, he couldn't move. He couldn't close the gate. I was like, yo, you good? He's like, yeah, bro. I'm like in the middle of my fast. I'm about to get over this hump. And then after this, I'll be good. He's like, right now, I just feel lifeless. I mean, he sat down in the chair and he was just like this. And I was collapse. just like, yo, come straight oh. collapse. Just like that. I was like, yo, G, we got you, bro. We got you. Go ahead, do your thing, relax. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of the paperwork. I'll take care of everything. Just chill. And he did, man. And then next thing you know, after he got over that hump, because every fast has that period where like you're dead and the next day you're on 10 and he yep. was ready to go, man, rocking and rolling. But a lot of our coworkers couldn't understand, couldn't understand the process and the purpose of fasting, even though he was, you know, the way he was. Mm -hmm. so you want to go ahead and break these people, these listeners off with some knowledge? Yeah, so like you said, um, first and foremost, go do your your research. Don't I'm not a doctor, nothing like that. Just, I'll tell you like my my experiences. So um, the longest I've done a water fast was 19, 17 or nineteen days, just straight water, and I was still going to work every. I was going. To, we were still working our schedule. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, that is not fun. It's it's not fun at all. Um, <laughs> you do you do have your good days and your bad days. Those when you go for the longer ones, you, you have nothing but, um, up and downs, but yeah, um, about, it takes about two or three days. You, you hit your, your wall around two day, two day three. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you, you you go to bed that day and you wake up and you be like, Hmm, new person. Okay. Yeah. You like, all right. Um, so why, what I learned about it, there's a lot of books on it too. Um, there's you, the, the benefits of water fasting is you people are like, oh, well, you can't, you can't survive when, you know, only on water or whatever. Like, well, you can, there's yes, many can. people out here doing it. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you don't have to do, you don't have to do three days. You don't have to do a week. You could do one day at a time. You could do one day a week, just not just drinking just water because your body needs a break. We we're walking around with the most intelligent thing on this, on this planet. 
our body. You know what I mean? So we we need to stop filling it with junk. So it's just like um the same goes garbage in, garbage out. So if you keep putting garbage into your body, you know what I mean? No matter how how much your mind tells you that you feel good, eventually you're gonna hit a wall, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. So me, that's where I got that's first it started with eating more fruits and vegetables. Then it started finding new people on Instagram and YouTube and people telling you all about how, you know, people ate before and how we eat now. You know, I don't know if you ever heard of the SAD diet, the standard American, um, the standard American diet. That's no. what they call it, the SAD diet. And basically it's just processed foods, eating, you know, fast food restaurants, eating Chinese food for us, you know, people of color and just, whole bunch of grease and and it's hamburgers and pork and Mm. just really bad food for us just kind of just like how people say soul food is i love soul food don't get me wrong and vegan soul food is is just as good as regular soul food but um we we stay on a uh, standard american diet and now the Europeans and Asians are starting to get on that. So if you've been in these countries, you're starting to see them get fatter and fatter like mm-hmm. Americans are. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so if you, if you know what I mean, if you just give your body a rest sometimes, once a week, once every two weeks, you know, depending on, then you eventually, like, you start seeing the benefits from it. I, I love fasting. Um, sometimes I do fall off because it's just, it is what it is. You, But I don't get down on myself sometimes people get down on themselves that's the number one thing just have a plan and what you were saying like you don't have the discipline it's not um it's not that you don't have the discipline it's just your body our body gets used to doing one thing so when you change that your body wants to resist it Mm. but you just have to learn how to you just have to learn how to push through it and you just and one thing we don't we beat ourselves up is that oh i failed i failed i failed you didn't fail it was just a, it was just a mishap. Okay, pick yourself up, get up, dust off, yep. keep moving forward. So and, and I'm I'm yeah. with you 100. I'm I'm only 150 pounds, man. I want I want to be 175 so bad. No, <laughs> I look so good at 170. I look so good. So I'm just thinking like water faster, bro. Like my stomach would be going crazy for like I don't. Does the growling stop or is it just the whole 19 days? I think it's just. No, not I even. I think it's mind over matter, man. Like, like <clears throat> every now, I think I told you guys a few times that I, I'll do like a fast. Like, I'll, I'll go through like a day or maybe like two days without eating at all, and I just drink water. There's a few times uh, in between those days where um, I'm like completely irritable or I'm craving something so bad, I literally have to take my mind off of it. I have to either read a book or um, or I do something with my son just get my mind off of um, thinking about food and then that feeling goes away. So when I do mine, the most I think I ever do is like less than two weeks, right? And I noticed this, let me tell you what happened. So the first three days, the first day they say is the worst, it's not. The second day is the worst, right? Because the second day now you're pushing into it, you're like, damn. And then once you finally hit the third day, it's not as bad, but then it becomes super bad, but then not as bad. It bounces. It just depends on how much water you take in. By the time you hit the fourth day, I promise you, you're going to wake up. All you're going to want to do these next three days, which I always recommend if you're going to water fast, do your research, but you always want to do it on the weekend when you're mm-hmm. home, not at work. Because when you're at work, you have that lunch break, 
you're like, I got to eat something. I'm at work. It's it's lunchtime. Don't do right. it. Do it on a weekend when you have all the time to sleep and take your mind off of it. Just a good recommendation. So on the, on the fourth day, when you wake up, you're going to feel, especially if you're like heavier and you're trying to lose weight, you're going to feel super energetic. You're going to have so much energy because now your body hit a certain state where it's like, if you have fat, it's burning the fat. And it's like, <laughs> we got plenty of this shit to go for those that are on the hefty side. And for those who are not, your body's just going to feel, we're good. We kicking, we're motion. We don't need food. And you go on your day. Yeah. Um, you're going to feel normal. The fifth day, you may have a couple hunger pains, chug some water, it's gone. It's very periodic. But as you start to, when you hit seven, eight, you're going to start noticing you can taste the difference in water. Mm. I swear to you, you can taste the difference in water. You have Poland Spring, not to call any certain particular brands, but let's say non-alkaline water and certain alkaline waters, right? You could taste the difference to the point, this is shit. And you literally spit this shit out. Uh, Crazy. It's insane how your body is like such a machine and how it works. Yes. So because, you know, you are basically starving yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Does, is, I think like, is your extra, your sense is kicking in the extra gear? Like, does your, your vision get sharper? You know, do you start hearing better and shit no, like you, that? Because you like, your body is on survival mode now, right? Because it's, it's, it's just getting water. So your body, your, what your body is doing is it's adjusting. It's not just, it does, it doesn't technically, it doesn't start kicking into survival mode. Again, for those listening, we're not trying to, we're not professionals in this. So please don't quote us on anything, but look it up. When you start hitting uh, 20 and beyond, because mm -hmm. that is when your body's like failure. At I think at 29 days, they say 30 days you die, but at 29, 28, I don't want to even push 28, your body's like, okay, I'm going to shut down. It goes into a shutdown mode. That's why they say you can survive much longer off of water than you can off of food. Food is like 2.5 days with no food yeah. and water. With water, you can push almost to 30 days. Damn. Record, right? So it's a difference in how long you could survive without food versus water. So your body doesn't start getting into that, okay, we're about to die until it starts hitting that 28th day, 27. And you'll start noticing certain things about your body. Like you'll feel it like, okay, I do not feel good. And this is not hunger pain. This is like kidney shutting down type shit. I'm pissing blood. Uh, this, you know, my, my, I can't see that type of stuff starts happening once you start pushing to the 20 and beyond, which is highly, un, you know, not recommended. Sorry, G, go ahead. So survival mode for our body, doesn't really kick in, like they said, about until the, the 20 and above days. But our body, um, the hunger pains that we, we feel are actually our body digesting the food that we had. So technically, we're supposed to go to the bathroom two to three times. Or every time you have a meal, your body, it takes 12 hours for your body to digest that food. So you're supposed to, if you eat three meals in a day, you're supposed to, the next day, you're supposed to have three bowel movements. So like, the dad bod, that is just the extra weight that we don't eliminate in our body. So I don't know if you ever read the, like read a, um, this scientific like studies that show that we carry around 10 to 15 pounds of waste in our body. That's just waste. So even when we do enemas and we do, um, you know, things that make us eliminate, the fasting actually help you do that just naturally so you don't have to take anything put anything extra into your body for us slim for us slimmer folk you know we do have extra fat i know a lot of people are like oh y'all not y'all skinny yeah you ever see 
people do their PRT or they, they fit test and you see a bigger dude sit there, out run, out push up, out sit up everybody and Me. a skinny dude in the back, <laughs> just like, just Struggling. huffing and puffing. Yeah. Skinny fat, you know what I mean? Just cause you skinny don't mean that you're healthy and just cause you big don't mean that you're unhealthy. Not to mm. toot my own horn, big not to toot my own horn though, real quick. At the time, I was a fat motherfucker, bro. And I ran a 10.30. A 10.30, bro. My boy, who is a, who's like almost a professional, he is a professional bodybuilder. When we, when we lined up for this run, we were talking. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to get this, this, and the third. I was like, okay, cool. And I don't know what it was, bro, but I've been practicing. I'm just big. I'm naturally big, bro. So I was just practicing. And I, I was so shocked and surprised at myself at how well I performed during that test. And it just goes to show what you're saying. You know, it looks can be deceiving. Never judge a book by its cover. Big fact. True. True. So um, everything that he's saying, you know, when it comes to like the pains and survival mode, it's just, um, it's really like time. It really is time. And if you also think about all the stuff that we put in our body, it definitely does not, it, does, it doesn't help. You know, it's just one big loop of shit. I'm glad, uh, we're, I'm mm. glad we're talking about this because th these are things that I, um, I would, I would do like a little bit of research every now and then, or something that I've always been interested in doing. I've always wanted to be, I mean, I'm, I'm more focused on now getting more healthy and finding different ways instead of just, you know, either exercising or eating healthy, fasting and eating cleaner is something I've always wanted to do. So when we're talking about this, it, it makes, uh, it validates everything that I've been looking up and stories that I've heard from people that I follow on social media. So it, it really puts everything into light. Mm. I appreciate you guys, man. Like it's, it's opening my eyes a little bit. I, I need to, I'm really not going to eat pork. Now you told me about the worms, bro. That, yo, so quick story. Can, can, can I tell y'all a quick story real quick? Got to give it a name. Free? Go ahead. Yeah, you got to give it a name. name on it. You know, you know the rule. Ah, uh, man. I, I don't even know what it, how can I even name this shit? It's, it ain't even a long story, man. It's more of like a little, a little, little experience tail. I had. Yeah, a little tale. <laughs> so, a, little, a little commercial type. <laughs> just a little snippet. <laughs> yeah, short. we're late on this. <laughs> One, um, this was like back in 2013 when I met my wife. Uh, this made me not want to eat pork the way I am now. Mm. Um, we went to some place down in Florida, a little restaurant, and I wanted to eat a, a hot dog. I got a little hot, um, like a like one of jumbo big hot dogs. And it was pause. All... Sorry, pause. <laughs> pause. I'm sorry. My I'm bad. So I'm so sorry, guys. I'm immature. You know. I'm I think you're the only one that was thinking that. But anyway, uh, come on. You said hot glizzy. You said glizziano. You gotta say pause, bro. All right. Come hot on. Dog. It's a rule. All right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> oh, I'm so immature. Anyway, <laughs> me and me and my wife had a like. I, I we we go somewhere to like this restaurant. I had a hot dog, and she had something else, and she. I don't know why she thought about giving me this fun fact while I'm getting ready to eat a hot dog. But she was like, oh, you know, um, every hot dog has red hair in it. And I was like, OK, I don't want this anymore. Uh, can I get something else, please? And that was the end of I've never had a hot dog ever since. I, every time when I look at a hot dog, I cringe like I, I feel like I want to throw up because of that idea of shit. There's rat hair in a hot dog and then i started questioning more shit damn if there's a rat hair in the hot dog what's in the steak what's mm -hmm. in chicken what's in a pork chop fun fact you don't want to know mm. <laughs> yes. yeah i don't even mm. want to know fun fact <laughs> fda has approved certain percentages for rat hair 
rat droppings and roaches into food. Do you want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. The reason why they have approved these percentages is because it is mathematically, scientifically impossible for nothing to not have that's those contaminants. It's impossible. Wow. It is. Can you imagine having a factory where you process food all day and then keeping it rodent free? It's impossible. That's why they also have certain percentages where they automatically will pay out in the event that someone discovers these type of things in their food. You're talking about cockroaches. You know, there's people out there that try to extract cockroach milk. Yeah. Mm. They say it's, it's that actually, like. it is it the most. spicy as hell. <laughs> you stupid. It's the most, uh, it has the highest uh, contaminant, not contaminants, but it has the highest Protein, protein in it, yeah, yeah, highest. It's the most extreme protein you can ever get. Mm, look at that. Who would have thought? A motherfucker who likes cockroach milk. That's who would have thought. <laughs> I don't know anybody. Who would have thought to do that though? Like, dude, cockroaches right. got titties. I didn't even know cockroaches had nipples. I thought you had to have a nipple to get some milk. That's like, mother cool. wake up. Some, somebody wake up and be like, I'm a milk. A, I'm a milk a cockroach. You know, know what I'm doing today? It's like I'm almond milk. You know, cockroach. almond milk ain't got no titties. You know what it is? They just breaking it down, and it, you know. Okay, so cockroach milk is just ground up cockroach. Pretty much. Okay, that makes more sense now. That's I disgusting. might eat the motherfuckers raw. What do you guys think? Fuck it. Dip it in some chocolate, bro. Fear Everything factor. tastes better with chocolate. Boop. In projects in the eighties, you 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 had roach in your cereal. You probably ate before. That should happen to me before, especially in New York City. These motherfuckers out here, man, they feel different. Yuck. But uh, as we're on the topic of food, right? Uh, Gee, I know you are heavy, man. You're super heavy and like growing your own uh, your own fruits and vegetables. Um, A quick backstory. So while like you're you have a travel page, you do a lot of traveling. You've literally been all around the world. While you go and travel, guess who's such a great friend who watches your home and waters your plants? That is I. So, God think- boy. <laughs> God boy. <laughs> That's fucked up because I'm Jamaican too. So it's like funny. It's a, it's yeah. a double whammy. Anyway, double. <laughs> but in all seriousness, like you've always taught me, like, hey man, grow your own fruits and vegetables if you can. It's so much that goes into it. And it's like, it's peaceful, it's good for your body. You're, you're making your own, you're growing your own. It's healthy, you know where it's coming from. And it takes a lot of discipline and work. And I can understand why people, when they get up in age, they take the time to do that kind of stuff because it's like, there's so many beneficial things that come from it. Um, one thing about you though, I know is a fact, it's like everywhere you live, no matter where it was in the world, you always had a garden. Is that true? Yes. That's a fact. And I know like you, you grow your own fruits and you grow your own plants. And when I used to be, when I used to go to your home and I used to water your plants for you, I'm like, damn, this is, it's a lot of work, but it's dope because you see the fruits of your labor. No pun intended, you know? So can you tell us where that came from and what made you want to start getting into like growing your own fruit, uh, growing your own food, growing your own plants and, and all the properties that come with that? So in Italy, I used to go to the farmer's market a lot. And you know, in Italy, eating the fruits and stuff from the far, from just anywhere, because you know they don't sit there all. They don't all go to the supermarket and get their stuff. They go, they get it from a neighbor mm-hmm. or something like that. So that's where my my house was right outside a grape vineyard, like literally on the other side of my fence was a big wine vineyard. You know, mm-hmm. me growing grapes and all types of other vegetables. And I was like, man, like I look at Italian people the streets, how healthy they are, how they, they, they can walk everywhere. They don't, you know what I mean? 
even if they even some of them are older and like um heavier they're still more healthy than americans so i was like this has to do with this has to do with some some uh, eating that they're doing so i started there i really picked up on it in hawaii where it's more sun and better soil so i i've grown everything from pineapples cucumbers tomatoes um all types of peppers uh anything that i i I can and i'm not i'm i'm like 50 percent i'm 50% 50% productive and 50% failure. <laughs> and I, I don't, I'm not mad about failing because it only teaches me a different way not to do it. Or it's a trial and error. And even the most experienced growers will tell you, it ain't, it, that's why you put out so much. Like when you plant stuff, you plant a whole lot so that you, you only, you'll put out 10 plants, but you'll get maybe six, maybe four out of that 10. Mm. It's, it's just a, you know, it's just the numbers. That's how, that's how the world works. Trees drops hundreds of nuts and seeds and, you know, like every, every year, what, maybe 10, 20 grow out of that. So, and then just knowing, like, knowing that that food came from your hands, the satisfaction of that is one of the, the greatest things that I think I got from it. Tasting my first cucumber that I grew, tasting my first tomato, and not only that, but the beneficial plants that I grow, um, aloe, um, thyme, mm-hmm. sage, all, the, all those other herbs and stuff like that, that you, that people buy for the store, you can grow that yourself. And you could keep, you could get like little pieces from restaurants and stuff like that and take that and regrow it. It's, it's so much science and like just simpleness to it. It's, it's crazy. And sometimes we think in our mind and it's our minds that stop us. It goes, no, you can't do that. That's hard. Like, how, how is that going to happen? And but if you do it, you keep going at it. You like, oh, man, I failed that first time. OK, cool. Then do it again. And then once you start getting that rhythm, man, you the ones that don't, you know, what I mean, when things don't go your way, you're like, OK, <laughs> but I got something out of it. That's right. right, right. Yeah, I, I think there's something that satisfies a. um a human, I don't want to say need, but like you growing your own food and eating that, or you hunting, you you actually, you know, eating what you kill. There's something about that that satisfies something that's, yes, it's something that's, you know, inside of you. And I, it's like, that's dope, man. I, I've, I, I wanted to start a garden, but it's like, I ain't never have a green thumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tried growing some weed back when I was young and that shit didn't work out for me. So I was like, you know what? It's just, it is just safe for me, you know? <laughs> I say try again. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure uh, that feeling is like extremely rewarding. And once you, once you, you, um, once you find out that oh shit, I can do this, you're not gonna want to go back. You're not gonna want to uh, go to a, a market and, and buy something that you know you're capable of growing. Mm. And I also think that personally, I think like that's not what they want us to do. When right. I say they, you guys awesome. know I'm talking about Big Brother. Yeah. Big Brother. That's not what they want us to do. Um, I'll never forget though. Um, we had a, a huge Thanksgiving uh, dinner for like all of the people that you know, our sections, our flights, people we work with, right? Um, I'll never forget, man. We all brought something, and G had brought the juices. Like he he made a he juiced a whole bunch of stuff, and bro, killing. When I talk about killing, it was it was phenomenal. So much that I was like, yo, can you make this for me? I'm your homie. Like hook me up with some juice. You know what I'm saying? Right. But 
it's dope, man. I think it's so dope how he makes his own like coconut oil, his own coconut creams, his own lotions. That's interesting, man. I would love yes. to learn. I would love to learn to do that. Yes. And my man be glowing. Look at him now. <laughs> it ain't the light. That's the, that's his that it's motherfucker natural shining. Glow. <laughs> natural glow. He be glowing, man. He's so, in here. <laughs> he, he taught me so much about like how to better yourself. Um, I never forget. We used to be at work. Sometimes we'll have like a slight discussions. People wouldn't understand our dynamic. They wouldn't know how far back we go. So they would just think like, oh, Brown's being a dick again. But like we would be oh, having- You don't say. Fuck you, Mo. <laughs> we would have conversations <laughs> and like, um, we'd be talking about like fish and foods and meats and stuff like that. And I remember G always put me on game. And I was like, you know what, bro, you right. And it was always dope to see how my big brother would school me on certain things when it comes to like health. And to this day, I still like, I still live by that. I'm like, yo, I do my research, but when G says some shit about some hell, I'm like, I'm I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? You put your That's money right. on that shit. That's right. That's right. Thanks. So we we've been talking a lot about physical health, right? Mm. And um, one thing I want to key in on is the the mental health aspect of things. Like I see you travel a lot, and I would think that that would be therapeutic for you. You know what I'm saying? So is there anything that you've picked up throughout your your travels that you know what I'm saying is life changing other than seeing a different culture? Like, is there anything from my traveling? I picked up meditation. I picked up yoga. Just seeing just seeing older people from other countries going out. You know what I mean? Like I. I, as a young black male in New York City, I thought New York City was the greatest thing in the world. I thought it was the greatest city. I thought I would never want to leave the city and nothing else can beat it. And then I started traveling. Once I came into the military and I started traveling and I, I'm seeing, you know, I'm not seeing as many black people traveling as I think I should. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I see a lot of older white people. I see a lot of Asian people. I see a lot of Indians, you know what I mean? But and when I do see black people, they're not from America. They use now it is because of, you know you go online, you see a lot of Americans now. But when I first started traveling, and this is when me and Say was in uh, Italy, I started doing my traveling, and that's when I started seeing black people from the UK, but not black Americans. And if they was black Americans, they were from the military. So the more I traveled. And I'm seeing white people I'm like, why can't we do this? Why can't? And that's one of the reasons why I also started my page, because I wanted to show people that there's a whole lot more to this. And it, it comes all to back to health. Mentally, you, you can't go to work every single day and sit there and be like, oh, man, I'm fine. Because if and y'all all been in the military, military affiliated, and you see these people who don't go nowhere with, and do nothing, and they just work, work, work. They not they not always mentally there. They sit there and they and when they get off when they do go on leave or they go on vacation, they can't they can't like stay out of out of work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they need to know what's going on. What kind of mental break is that? Yeah, mm -hmm. your, your health is just deteriorating. That then when it's time for us to retire, like me at twenty now, I'm ready to retire. I can sit there and, and be like, okay, I'm done with this. But some people when this when this is over. They health this, you know what I mean? You ever hear those stories of people who, who retire and five or 10 years later, they gone because their whole life was their work. I don't want to be that. I want to be 70, 80 years old. I still want to be running around. I don't have children, but I still want to be running around and helping people, you know what I mean? Like the like the name of this, this um, it's health is wealth. Your health is your wealth. If you don't have your health, you don't have nothing else. Mm. So... Facts. 
What's the Facts. point of having all that money if you're unhealthy? You know, that's right. Exactly. There's a lot of people mm. that there's a lot of people that that bust their ass to to get to the top, and you got all that got all the success. You got you have all the money, but then once you get to that top, you you forgot to take care of your body, and then you right. end up having a heart attack or you collapse, stroke, whatever. That's very common. Another thing, you're absolutely. And another thing is, I instill this into my kids now, and G knows this. Like, I take these <clears> kids <throat> everywhere. We go out. We're gonna go see something new. They want to sit there and play games all day. That's fine, but it ain't gonna be what you're doing, cause your ass gonna get up, get dressed, and we are gonna go somewhere new. And I want them to explore different things and see different things. I want them to understand that you don't have to be 50, 60, 70 before you like, hey, I want to go to a different country. No, you should want to do that when you're young. You should try to make. You don't have to go out every weekend. I'm saying have fun, but you don't have to go out every weekend. It's okay to miss a month or two, and then next thing you know, you pop up in Australia, and you're experiencing that. Or you go, you go somewhere else. You go to Africa, or you go to the Cayman Islands. You go somewhere, but it, it's, you don't even it's, have to go international, yeah. bro. Just seeing a different state, seeing a different scene. You know, I, bro, I can start busy. there. People yep. from my hometown, bro, think that 30 minutes is a long drive, dude. You know what I'm saying, like. I ain't finna drive, I ain't finna drive to Grand Rapids. Like, bro, it's fucking 30 minutes. Like, my commute to work when I was in Jersey was 45 minutes. There. We talk about coming back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We talk about coming back. So it's like, it don't have to be as extreme as seeing, you know, getting passport stamps. You know, just changing the scenery, moving to a different state, going to a different state, just visiting a different different city in your state. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what, dog? I've been waiting to, for something to give me the push not to eat no more pork, and I very rarely eat pork now. Only thing we really mess with is bacon. But you know what, man? We, I might have to let that shit go, man. Might have to let the bacon me. go, dog. I ain't trying to have face worms because that shit stuck with me the whole episode. I just, <laughs> I just, just yes, that's like what these face worms come out your pores or whatever. Just like Can I tell a quick out. story, real quick, oh, real, real quick. Hold on, let me, let me get this image out. So, oh, Beetlejuice, you remember the sandworms jumping through? That's what I. That's how I just pictured the shit going through somebody's face. Go ahead, my YouTube it. He he he, so, he 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 talking about trimmers. Trimmers are coming at your face, yo. <laughs> So no, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I didn't tell nobody this shit, but now that he's he talked about it, I never forget this shit. So like I told you, that famous it's it's a Japanese restaurant. It's like Korean barbecue, whatever, right? I used to always go in when we when I first took G. I was like, bro, you gotta promise me, no judgment. He's like, nah, we good. We left that motherfucker. He looked at me like, you ate all that, bro. I remember I went home, fell asleep, and I woke up and I just felt like. It was, I felt grease or like, it just, I just felt weird. Like, damn. And I, plus I was drinking. So it was a horrible combination, but I do remember yeah. feeling like my face just feels like something's coming out of it. Like grease or whatever. Could have been face worms. Who knows? Yuck. Could have been. That's nasty. But I cut back after that. It's been a minute. I mean, it's been, it's been months since I've ever had, you know, I don't even eat pork like that now, man. So it ain't nothing. Yeah, I'm done with pork. Off. I'm done with pork. Cancel that bitch. And yeah, there's, you can't do it like fully baby steps to. You know what I mean? That's right. that's the easiest. That's the easiest way I tell people: if you want to go on this this health journey, you want to change your life. Just and you don't got to. You know, I I I don't call myself a vegan. I don't call myself anything because I still do eat meat from time to time. You just gotta take baby steps. You know what I mean? And mm. you could and the way you know people live, you could live the holistic way, or you can live the you know what I mean the medical way. But taking medicine, do you want to take medicine your whole entire life? Hell no. Or do no. you or do you want to, you know what I mean? You this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Um, if you talk to your grandparents, ask them 
how many times did, when they were younger, when they were kids, how many times did they get to eat a week? So fasting for them was just life. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a thing like, oh yeah, I'm fast today. They didn't have the opportunity to eat, you know what I mean? And they still had to go to work, stuff like that. So the diet, the diet that we have today is only about 70 years old. So three meals a day is only about 70 years old. So it's not that old. So it's still new to us. That's why a lot of people have a lot of health problems. Again, look it up. I'm not a doctor. This is all this all and you know what I mean on the internet and Man, stuff fuck like doctors. Them, the biggest them motherfuckers don't know either. Like, but I'm saying but medical but medical yeah. medical people who actually do yes, yes, I get professionals, professionals who, who they tell yeah. you it's not it's not it's really not that it's not that old. So that's why people diabetes that's why kids nowadays have type two diabetes. That's why, you know what I mean, people these kids are Obese, you, you know what? You're right, bro. I'm gonna let these motherfuckers that, starve. That sparks a that sparks a bigger mm -hmm. question, though. You said that this um the the lifestyle the lifestyle of eating three meals a day is only like 70 years old. So what caused the change? The change. Mm -hmm. what, what 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 caused us to start this lifestyle that we have, and what we'll be doing before that before the those 70 economy. Years? Yeah, yeah, government. It was definitely yeah, yeah, an so economical yeah. factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? so we we got more factories. We was able to produce more foods. We started we started to get more GMO foods and stuff like that. Growing food much faster. So they say that um, message. They, they say that an apple a hundred years ago is the equivalent to like five or six apples today. Facts. Mm. That's a fact. What? I've seen, yes, one grape is the equivalent to like. A, a soda or some shit like that, or some high number of sugar. Go ahead, Mo. I seen it. I seen the. So I was class. thinking. We teaching. Go ahead. I was thinking, you know, with the economic factors that came in. You said about seventy years ago, right? That's right after World War II. You had all these women that hit these factories. You know, what I'm saying they had these jobs. So once they came out of that, you know, the, the factory boom, the industrial boom, boom. You know, boom. All it all connects. There we go. Okay. It, it all sense. makes sense. So that's Make 70 years. That's 70 years definitely makes sense. That's crazy. Wow. How mm, I mm, think mm. about it like this, right? How can mm. we how can we fill that gap with food? Manufacture that shit. Start adding certain uh things to it. Let's let's pump this into and unfortunately it's been it's come to the point where it's like it's out of our control, right? Not to throw it out there, but you guys know I'm writing. My, my my movie, you know what I'm saying? Right in this movie. Yeah, it all makes sense. I talk to a lot of different people when it comes to this shit, and it's all connecting the dots. I'm being, I'm being honest. It is. Bat shit. Grow your food. That's that's a grow some food. That's, you don't gotta grow a lot, you know what I mean? And that is not that expensive. Buy a little packet of seeds. They get about a hundred seeds for about two dollars. You can get even your... the seeds. Remember, they had this uh we got a notification. I remember one time uh, China was selling these um yeah. Uh, while they were trying to like pretty much de decrop or de I don't know what how you want to call it, but they were pretty much gonna agriculture seeds, right? It mm -hmm. was designed to fuck up American agriculture. So you plant the seeds and it spreads like wildfire, destroying the crop, destroying the soil. It was insane. We had a notification about this, and it was I've all being that. done on Amazon. Wow. Agriculture warfare, bro. Gotta be very careful too. But yeah, I definitely agree with uh, with Goldie, man. Buy your food, grow your food, and 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 know what you're putting into your body. It's so much better to know what you're putting into your body than someone just feeding you a Gliziano and saying it's good. See, it like it's, it, that was 
that was a little, little jab there, dog. What you mean? <laughs> but uh, bro was eating hot dogs earlier. You bring the glizzy <laughs> shit back up. So, anyways, anyways, so like, I, I want to hold on to this Chinese seed thing, dog. We can we put that into the conspiracy episode? I had never heard about that before. What? He was out here that's not a conspiracy. That's a fact. No, that's a fact, bro. That's a fact. That's, that's a fucking crazy. Right, yo, G, you remember? I never forget this I shit, remember. bro. I swear to God, we were sitting down. I was in the office. We're checking emails. He was there. You was next to me. It was me, you, and one other person. We don't like to do names. We won't say names. Um, but you know who I'm talking about. You were stationed with him in Hawaii. Light skinned mm-hmm. cat. That's my yeah. dude. So <laughs> we were sitting down and we were like, we were talking about it. And then um, the the NCIS right is the Navy Criminal Investigation Service. They had sent the email out to everyone, and they were like, Hey, listen, if you are ordering any type of um, agriculture stuff from Amazon be very careful from the shipper because they're also adding like a complimentary seeds. So like, let's say I'm getting a flower pot. They would send complimentary seeds and people were planting them. And what they were turning out to be was um, these Japanese wild, uh, excuse me, Chinese wildfire plants. What they'll do is they destroy the soil. Like they damage it worse than, um, than weeds far worse than weeds they grow faster than weeds and it's way worse it damages the soil uh the plants it eats everything it's some fucking crazy ships poison ivy level from bad yeah, i was bad. I'm just gonna say like yes. poison ivy bastards crazy yeah. so mm-hmm. when they sent that message out me and g was talking about it and our boy who was sitting like right behind us was like yo crazy crazy story and then he started showing us the pictures of the shit that was um that was sent to him and all this other stuff. He said, I got him in the crib. And then we looked at it, bro. It's the same exact packet that they warned us about. He ended, I think he ended up Crazy. turning into NCIS and they had their own investigation. But like, yeah, the Chinese were trying to fucking corrupt the U.S. soil and agriculture shit by giving us some fucking crazy stuff, man. They, they're, trying to get, they're trying to get that number one spot on the uh, on the economy list. That's what it is. By any means. By any means necessary. They'll do that shit by any means. Shit. shit ridiculous. Mm. Damn. Yep. Weapons, weapons ain't uh, guns anymore. Shit, they got seeds now. They got everything. Mm-hmm. The game has changed. When you gotta destroy a country by seas, you know you know you done fucked up, right? In that's a way, deep, bro. In a way, that's that's deep, but that's genius in a way. Yeah, in, that's in, a in, 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 idea. In, in a cynical way, you know, like that's mm-hmm. very very genius. Like no one would ever think of being attacked by agriculture. Mm-hmm. That's why if you if you want to cripple somebody, you take away their agriculture. That's right. Let them starve. Yeah, that's, that's right. Crazy. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to switch my diet now, man. Yo, Goldie, I appreciate you, bro. Oh no, Goldie. Bro, man. I too much appreciate it. That's yeah, right. two E's. Goldie, bitch. Goldie. You got. I'm, I'm gonna say that shit every time I say your name now. I'm like Goldie. <laughs> two E's. Anyway, so, AG man, as always, it was a pleasure. Thank you, my brother, for coming on and talking to us about health and wealth. Man, I love you, bro. Big bro, because you've you've honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. As a man and as a as a, a black man, right? A strong, independent black man, you've taught me so much. And I think um everyone needs a mentor, and you are my mentor, bro. Yeah, and I really want to thank you for coming on and, and talking with us and just kicking it with us about health and the importance of it and what and what purpose it serves as us being people of color and trying to elevate ourselves into the next level. Thank and I do believe as time. No problem, bro. As as times are progressing, 
I really do believe as a people, we are elevating to the next level. So thank you, my brother, for coming on and talking to us. Thank you. Thank all y'all. I, I appreciate y'all for having me. I mean, it, this is, I, I enjoy watching y'all and this is even better being here with y'all, talking to y'all. You know what I mean? Hopefully, you know what I mean? This, just go past this, this. So, you know what I mean? Any, anytime y'all got any questions or anything like that, y'all can hit me up and I'll, I'll send y'all information and send y'all to the people I follow. So, Word. You, I appreciate so, that. We, we my man. The love. Appreciate you. Facts. Hell yeah. Hey, so as always, please like and subscribe, right? And also, like we told you guys last week, last episode, we're on all platforms. If we're not on a platform, please let us know. We'll definitely make sure we get that corrected. Um, we love you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys for listening. Please go ahead and uh, elevate yourself too. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself something <laughs> nice. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm Say. I'm free. And I'm Mo. And it's just say how you feel. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, G. Family. Go ahead and give him a shout out, brother. Hey, I'm Goldie. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. Two E's with two, two of them e. things. <laughs> two of them bad boy. E-E. We'll see you guys next week. You guys have a good one. Peace, family. Right. Much love to you.